This podcast is part of the Podcast Arcade Network. Welcome to episode one of the Mega Multiverse. What is the Mega Multiverse, you might ask? I don't know. It's everything. (laughs) The Mega Multiverse is a nice little spinoff, an offshoot podcast of the Make Eternia Great Again podcast. We've had a lot of friends and listeners and fans of the Make Eternia Great Again podcast reach out to us and say, you guys should talk about Thundercats or Transformers or GoBots. Not GoBots. GoBots can burn. Burn in the fiery Silver robot. Hawks. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we've had all sorts of requests. Like, yeah. oh, oh, if you you know, talk about this, talk about yeah. Know, there's been all sorts of stuff. He Man is such a a big franchise that right. it does like people who watched it as a kid. Obviously, you watch other things too. Sure. And so for us, we still have a heart, massive heart for Masters of the Universe. Totally. And He Man. And if you're paying attention, there's a lot of new developments happening. Yes. And we albeit don't want to be a news podcast like hey be sure to look at this blah 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 right. thing that's not what we are and we don't want to ever try to be that but um we want to talk about these things and we're approaching the end if you will of a majority of all of the he-man and the masters of the universe characters right if you've paid attention if you're a huge fan like hopefully everyone is but sure. if you if you've paid attention you know we've we've talked about almost everybody that has something to talk about some more than there's once. a few more that we've we've missed sure. obviously you know like the big hitters like clawful no <laughs> just joking but no we've missed some guys like stink or clawful and we have plans for those things and yes, we haven't we're not talked about yet. like snake mountain and and stuff but obviously sure and should we should we say the secret like everybody's like how can we never talk about skeletor or he-man here's the news well, the, we're never talking we're about we're never this. going to no i mean because the thing is is like eventually we're going to talk about every character and so right. we just want to make sure that when the timing is right the timing is right. Right. So we will talk about Skeletor and He-Man when the timing is right. Exactly. And we will we will have a big mega party about it. Yeah. Know? But when we'll, we talk we'll, about He-Man yep. and Skeletor. Oh, oh, sit you'll down, know. strap up. It'll be like a nine hour episode. You'll know. <laughs> so but in that vein, we had other uh toys and cartoons and experiences. Right, because we love everything. Yeah. You know. Well, most everything. Most Go-Bots. everything. I'm gonna wham on GoBots this whole Bro. Go-bots. We'll do GoBots fights. We'll do it. I like that, GoBots. You had that one character on GoBots, Scooter. Who Scooter. Was like, he ruined it. He ruined yeah. it. That was it. The the guy who figured out in the 80s that you could do yeah. that with your voice. Yeah, Howie Mandel. Yeah. 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 Look at me. Dude, that was like on like everything, like the Littles. Oh. That was like Smurfs. Like every, There was always a cartoon that had that dude, dude Yeah, the guy who could yep. like, hey, make your voice sound weird. You know, the, a Punky Brewster. There was yeah. a Punky Brewster cartoon where they had a character. I think his name was Glomer. Okay. And he was like, Glomy, Glomy, I was like, oh, God, who figured this out? I still blame Dave Goulier. Oh, yeah. Goulier, whatever. Dave Goulier. Whatever his name was. Yeah. Um, so, so Mega Multiverse, this is our addition to Make Eternia Great Again, but we're going to be talking about other memories from the 80s. Now, the rules of Make Eternia Great Again still apply. Yes. It has to be a toy and cartoon that we were either had the toy or watched the cartoon or yep. a combination of both. Mm-hmm. We're not going to talk about things we aren't familiar with. Correct. And we're also not going to do a deep encyclopedic dive. If you want all the hard facts, man, Wikipedia exists for a reason. Exactly. What are you doing? Exactly. We're doing, this is a, a view through our lens, remembering these characters yeah, just and having fun. Eddie and Jeff talking from, you know, we were born in the 70s, raised through the 80s. This is what we remember is exactly. our, our perspective. And what's cool about it, Eddie's got the Florida perspective. I got the Nebraska perspective. And, and East, you coast. Know what? East Coast. East <laughs> Coast. Midwest. <laughs> I don't think that guy brought you. Can't try to. Like, Jeff's breaking his fingers now, like, trying to do M and a W. M and a W. And so, with that, episode one of the Mega Multiverse, we're going to be launching, shooting up into the stratosphere with the character, the one and only Starscream. 
Starscream. Starscream. Dude, I, I am I can't so even excited. do his voice. I can't. Try it. Do it. I can't. I'm sick. I know. <laughs> if, I'm, if, if, like... if I'm not sick, let me try. Do it. We might have to edit this out. No, you're fine. This Who disrupts my coronation? Who disrupts my coronation? That's not bad. That's not bad. That's not bad. But How did he not destroy it. his vocal cords? That's what I'm saying. He did a pile of cocaine Dude. and then recorded his lines. He is, um, honestly speaking, if you if you ask me who my favorite voiceover artist of the 80s would be, it's Chris Collins. Yeah. Without a doubt. Because he, he, he also did Cobra Commander, So you know, from G.I. Joe. So, so before we get too in the weeds, and we'll do the classic breakdown, yep. toy, in this case it'll be the movies yep. and the cartoon. Yep. But... Uh, we'll just lead off with the character Starscream for anybody who's not familiar. And if that's the case, I don't know why you're listening to this show. <laughs> but Starscream was the essentially the right-hand man, more or less. Yeah, or, he was or, the number two. You felt like that, but the cartoon, the hierarchy of the Decepticons was always kind of like weird. It was. Because sometimes Soundwave felt like he was number two. That's true. And sometimes Shockwave. That's true. Felt like he yep. was number two. Yep. So you, you were always kind of like... Was Starscream legitimately a number two, or was he just one of those annoying like lackeys that was trying to be a number I think two? Megatron's just a bad boss. He's just luring people against each other. Megatron was not establishing a clear objective for his employees, <laughs> and that rests on his He was shoulder. a boss, not a leader. Exactly. <laughs> he led from the front, not that's from behind. Right. That, that, that's exactly right. And so, uh, so Starscream, man, he is a standalone. I mean, he is a standout character. Yeah. Period, but especially of the 80s. Exactly. And like you said, Christopher Collins, who voiced him, um, also did the voice of Cobra Commander. Yep. Which, I don't know how you didn't notice that as a kid. No kidding. Even as a kid, I'm like, well, that's Starscream. Exactly. You know? But an iconic character in Transformers. Always looking to put some knives in his boss's back. Totally. Constantly. And he did have some funny little quippy... Like just oh, he was great. snotty he lines, was great. yeah, and uh, just a kind of a cool character in the sense that like you're like I just don't like this guy. Like yep. I know people like the fact that he was unlikable, but I mean he was unlikable. That's sure. the point. Oh yeah. So with that, we're gonna launch into the same format. We're gonna be doing toy, movies, cartoon, and we're gonna lead off with the toy. <laughs> The toy. The toy. The toy. There it is. <laughs> the French accent still pours over into the multiverse. Welcome to the Mega Multiverse. I am your host. We're going to talk about Listerscream. Oh, I can't do that. Listerscream. There you go. There it is. That's pretty good. Starscream, the toy. Yes. So, we're, and we're speaking G1. G1. Man, G1, we yeah. can't go crazy. Because if we talk about the toy, we'd be here for days. For every single version of the toy. Yeah. I mean, this oh is where, gosh. like, we got to draw the line somewhere. Yeah. And Transformers, especially, is a franchise that, at least for what we were exposed to as a, as a kid, right. G1 was the only G. Oh, totally. Know? And then, like, when we were, like, OG. late teens, right? Right. When we were late teens, early adults, they were like, we're going to make these characters again and again and again and, and again, again and again. And, again. Yep. and you could probably have 50 or 60 different versions of Starscream now sitting yep. on your desk. Yep. Uh, He-Man was not that lucky or unlucky, however you want to look at it. Right, yeah. <laughs> There's varying qualities and builds of Starscream. Exactly. And everything from those Masterpiece Edition ones, uh, you have kind of a Masterpiece-esque I do, on, yeah. your, on your desk. Yep. And, uh, um, but we're going to be focusing on G1 toys. Correct, yeah. That's and, kind of the limit we're going to give ourselves. And what's, what's cool about the G1 stuff I want to mention before we really dive into it is like if you are not privy of this Walmart is actually redoing the yeah. G1 series of Transformers right now, yeah. which is really awesome. So you can actually get a replica G1 of, of Starscream yeah. at Walmart for 30 bucks. 30? 30, that's it. Man, that's not better bad. than the Prime one that they yeah, had, Prime. which was like 50-something. 50, You're yeah. like, man, he wasn't no 50 bucks. Yeah, and they, they went a little overboard on the uh, the tapes or whatever from... 20-something yeah, bucks? Yeah, that was, that was a little crazy. For two tapes. That was a little crazy. The tapes that fit into Soundwave's yeah. chest cavity. But either way, let's talk about the G1 toy, man. G1! So freaking cool. So these are the toys that... And it is funny to see how the the evolution yeah. of these Transformers change. Yeah. Because one thing that I noticed as a kid was the G1 Transformers always looked tight as a vehicle. Yes. Yep. You know, it was in the robot state. Some were yeah, cool and some were like, yeah. eh. that's not a robot. That's an abomination. <laughs> that's a toaster that wants to be killed. 
<laughs> kill me, master, please kill me. But you're so good at toast. <laughs> kill me. Kill me. Um, so the as bad A as yeah. Starscream and all of the jets did. And what what was the model of jet that they were? Was it an F-14? Uh, I think it was an F-14. Yeah, I think. I have to ask my kids. Uh-oh. Here we go. They would know. Already with the mega. Keep talking. I'll look that <laughs> up. Here we go. So they looked amazing, you know, like as jets. And then you turn them into robots, and they were still cool looking, but they didn't quite have the punch that they had as as jets. Right. You know what I mean? Their arms yep. were kind of like a little bit like like a little bit stocky. Yep. They had those fists you had to plug in. Remember that? Yes. Oh, totally. Because those fists, those hands. We're just like, oh, we keep these in our pockets. Use an F-15. Oh, there you go. Yeah. F-15. Yeah. F-15 Eagle. All of them were, though. Yeah. Because, yes. I mean, and this is where it, we, it does get very, like, uh, Masters of the Universe-ish. All those planes were the same model. Sure. They were just different color schemes. Correct, yeah. You know, which kind of a genius move, really. It was, yeah. I, I, I had a friend who had all of them. Oh. All man. the jets. And it was, what was it? It was Thundercracker. I had Thundercracker. Thundercracker, Sky Starscream. War- no, Skywarp or something Sky, like Yeah, Skywarp, Thundercracker, and Starscream. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Gosh, dang it, man. Uh, Starscream had the really cool, like, it wasn't like the like white, black, and... No, he was like an off-white. Like Starscream a, was like a light gray. Yeah, yeah it was like and an then, off-white. And then blue and yeah, red. Yeah, off-white, and then red and blue. Yeah. Yep, and then... Thundercracker was like blue Thundercracker and silver. Thundercracker was just like almost all blue and silver with like a little bit of red and yeah. black, uh, dark gray. And then Thundercracker was black and purple yeah so sweet yeah i had thundercracker as a kid you're lucky bro i like thundercracker but my parents were just like the classic 80s parents they're like we're not buying you three of the same plane you're getting that one and that's it and you're gonna play with them yeah paint them with your mom's nail polish (laughs) call them star (laughs) street piece of crap kid i hate you (laughs) well they also had is speaking of like jets and stuff didn't they i think they had like like a jet team or something like that where it was like thrust and dirge and is that the aerial bots? For no, Autobots? no, 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 no. I think these are bad guys too. I, I think, but they were all different. Maybe they were. I, 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 I think I know what you're talking about. They did come up, but with their something. heads, their heads weren't like Starscream's head, and then they're the top. They the stayed front. the cone. It stayed the cone yeah. exactly. So yeah, they yeah. had more planes later on exactly. But the original, like, but the original first few were, were all the F-15. Yep, and they all looked exactly the same, just different colors. So as a plane, looked really great, and yep. then you turned it into a robot, and it still looked visually cool, but even as a kid, I remember looking at it being like, it doesn't look that <laughs> No, 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 no. Well, it's a little bit of a letdown, right? A little bit. Because the toy version of the jet is spot on. Mm-hmm. You're like, that's freaking sweet. And then you transform her like, I think I can get past this. It's a robot. Yeah, you just learn to gr- <laughs> yeah, go with like, it. You're well, like, ah. Yeah, it's it's way better than GoBots, right? We're just like, okay, Turn he's a car, and he stands up now. He's a robot. You go! Know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> There's man. There's a face on the bottom, so I guess that's a robot now. He, yeah, so the transformation, and if you remember, the thing that flummoxed me as a kid mm-hmm. was when you take the nose cone and it breaks off, and you yes. have to tip and fold and then tuck underneath and spin around. As a kid, that yeah. was kind of a tough concept. It was, though. man. Yeah, it was rough. It was tough. Yeah, but like most of those toys... Because, once again, a hallmark of the G1s was that they were a fusion of right. plastic and die-cast metal. Exactly. So these suckers had weight. Yes. And uh, the F-15s, if you remember, the pointy end of their nose cone was rubber. Yep. And it was like, it came to a point, like a definite point. But you could also, like, you weren't going to impale anybody through the right. chest right. <laughs> with, with that with that. Point. Now, did he have, I'm trying to remember... Okay, because again, this is not necessarily exactly our wheelhouse just yet, so we haven't dove too much into Star Trek. Sure, but I, I'm assuming there's different waves and everything. Do you, okay, so you remember the what was it? The heat? I almost said heat transfer, but the the the, the yeah. Autobot Decepticon uh, stickers. Yeah, the whole black sticker that you had to rub with Correct. your thumb to get. Now, it did to he have those? Um, I, I believe remember. he did. Okay. Yeah. Now I remember that being a feature. Right. So, so Transformers. Next to He-Man was like my thing, man. Yeah, like dude. like as a kid for me, it was He-Man Transformers. Me I was too. G- I was GI Joe adjacent. <laughs> I was I was heavy in I was heavy in all three. Yeah. I would say for me, it was He-Man number one, GI Joe number two, and Transformers number yeah. three. Just just based on how many toys I had. Yeah, what I liked was He-Man Transformers yep. and GI Joe yep. third, but they're so close, like. All yep. three of them. Yeah, you know, I love the toys of Motu better than the toys of everything else. Yeah. But I love the 
G I it's, it's still still to this day, depending on the day, which would I rather watch as a cartoonist, G.I. Joe or Transformers? It sure. would it depend on the day. Yeah. They're so close for me. Man, that's we'll get into this in the cartoon, but it's rough to watch now. <sighs> oh, it's so ugh, I, I know. Anyway, I know. so my my memory of this was Transformers when it first came out, you did not have those heat transfer logos. Correct. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. I think it was a little bit later. A on. little bit later, but not a lot later. Right. Because I think what was happening was when they first cracked off the Transformers toys, right. there really wasn't a mythos yet. They Correct. were still working that out. Yeah. The toys preceded the cartoon. Yep. And so it was the cartoon, like breaking them into factions and all that stuff. Yep. They were like, oh, snap, we need to have a thing that's kind of a cool little g- a gimmick. And those heat transfer, like rub your finger on it and see which side they're on. Yeah. And I remember it being because like they had, they had models of the vehicle that was similar and you couldn't tell who was who, but then they just gave it to everybody. Right. Yeah. You know, they all had that heat cause it was just such a cool feature. Exactly. And, uh, um, I, I'm remembering like which robots didn't have that. I don't know. Did they kick out yeah. a prime that didn't have the heat transfer? At first? <clears throat> I don't know. Um, fun little fun. This isn't about star but so I was like early into this. So my dad, was in the Navy and was deployed over in Japan. Is Rusty still in the Navy? Is he still in the Navy? <laughs> Sorry. And so, no, it's perfect. We, he comes back from his, uh, his uh, trip or his, you know, for being gone. And he brought toys with him from oh. where he was at. And he was legit in Japan. Nice. So he comes back with a Transformer pre... Dude, look at your face. Dude, are you serious? I don't have it anymore because I'm a kid in the 80s and I play with my toys and I break right. them eventually. But I, I loved this toy. Okay, so what did you get? I had a... Um, it wasn't even a... Decept- it wasn't a Decepticon yet. Right. He was literally in the Japanese packaging... But he had all the laser grid, like he yes, was a Transformer. Yeah. But he wasn't a good or a bad guy. It was just like robots. Tur- it was three robots. They yeah. turned into a camera together. I remember that. And I yeah. think they were. I want to say they were called like Reflector. Yeah. Or something yeah, like something that. Something like that. Yeah. And like there were three robots, and two were on either end, and one had the the camera lens in That's his right. chest. And then they got rebranded. Yeah. As a Decepticon that was used for like spying on the sure. Autobots. Yep. Oh, gotta go get my Decepticon film developed. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they didn't even think about anyway. Is it twenty four hours still? And so, what was so ba- bad badass about this toy was that it turned into a camera. You put it together, and you looked through the viewfinder, and mm-hmm. it worked like a camera in the sense that it would do the. You could see images like That's almost. Awesome. It had a little mirror in there that would deflect or refract the image, so you could see like almost like a periscope with it. Wow! And the run robot on the right had a clicker on top of his head. Nice. You pushed it in, and it would go click click. You know, nice. like you were taking a picture. It wouldn't. You couldn't load film in sure, it. Sure, sure, sure. But and it was not small. I mean, it got to be about that big for a little kid. That's yeah, a big that's toy. A, that's a big toy. You know, so you're saying four or five, inches four or five inches, yeah, long and maybe about two, th- you know, three tall. Mm-hmm. Transformed as a, but he combined, and then he was three robots independently like Man, that's awesome as a robot but then of course you lose one you lose one and you got a broken <laughs> camera yay this is my life now so i loved that toy and i played with it all the time yeah to the point where the joints didn't work right on yeah, two of the three of robots and the legs, legs were all flopping, flopping around <laughs> like a raggedy yeah. Ann robot you know exactly. you're like come on turn into a camera <laughs> and and eventually all the pieces just wore out yeah. you know because it wasn't built to be like just completely destroyed with transforming right. and i played with that thing so much and then like a couple of years later saw it rebranded as a decepticon and nice. i'm like i had that toy before it was even a right. thing and so uh i was early brought on to the bus so of the cool. transformers i was already hooked that's so cool and so seeing these vehicles that turned into robots just blew my little like five-year-old four-year-old brain and so uh starscream comes onto the stage and it's just like what is even happening yeah. right now and uh it was a crazy, amazing toy. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah, totally. They had those, a feature of them. I mean, this is where, like, a lot like the He-Man figures, each Transformer, der, transformed. That was the feature, right. kid. Yep. You know, sometimes it was, like, a really involved transformation. Sometimes, like you said, it was, even the Transformers were guilty of the, turn yeah. it over, kid, pull the arms exactly. out. Exactly. He's a robot. Yeah, if you got, like, Cliff Jumper or Bumblebee. Bumblebee. Yep. Yeah. yeah. But um, the Transforming was clearly the hallmark, the action feature. Yep. But sometimes some characters, based on what they were, had another little hook. They had something else that they did, yeah. too. And uh, the F-15s, all of them, had those rocket launchers yes. that were spring-loaded. Those yep. suckers packed a punch. Heck, yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. Yep. 
not quite like Power Punch He-Man. You wasn't seeing smoke come out of them, but but right. you could pull the little thing and they would go yep. a good a good distance. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, one thing that I didn't like over time, once again, a hallmark of the transforming was that the arms like wouldn't stay right. up. They just yeah, exactly. And those feet that like flip down, yeah. they would kind of be flimsy after. Yeah, and there wasn't a, a lot of like you know movement other than just the movement for them to transform. So yeah. like to play with them as like a robot was really you know kind of. What would you say, junkie? <laughs> you know? Which which is the opposite of what they are now. Yeah, now it's like holy smokes, next level. If yeah. you took a transformer Computers. from today yeah. and then plopped it in our six year old right. hands, well, we you, would you have to think about that though for a second. Because like when those transformers first came out, it was started from a company. I, I don't remember their name, obviously in Japan. Um, this baby's like, like, from Japan, like Takami or something like that, you know. But Takara, um, Takara, that's what it was. Yeah. And so they started, in I mean, the, I think these came out like seventy something or other. It was in the seventies, yeah, like seventy nine. Yeah. It was something just like, like robot turns into car, exactly. And uh, but you, you got to think about that for a second because the the computers that they had back in the seventies, mm-hmm. they weren't using this stuff. They weren't using computers no. to come up with these designs. Did you know how they were doing this? Mm-hmm. Wood models. See, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So this all came from some dude's brain. Yep. To say, okay, if we have a jet, I can do this and do that. We yep. can cut it here and cut this, put a spindle here, spin this, blah, blah, blah. That's freaking incredible. Nowadays, it's like, okay, throw it in the computer, render. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I would need to go from here to here and it'll do it itself. I want you know? this and I want this. Exactly. How do I make it work? Exactly. Some of the transformations now are insane. Oh, it is insane. It, t- it takes like four hours to transform it. <laughs> There's yeah. a, I have a, 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 a masterpiece, Optimus Prime. It was like a 20th anniversary. And when I got them like 10 plus years ago right. uh, that I bought. And then I have another one. Uh, a jet fire yeah. that that's a pretty cool looking one and they take a solid yeah. 20 minutes yeah. and you're just like i'm not doing this man that's right they get yeah. transformed once a year well that's why i feel bad because like my kids i'd get them transformers when they're really like really yeah. young for for uh christmas and stuff like that I'm like dad dad i can't transform it, you uh-huh. know, give it and i'm like when i was a kid it was the other way around it's like my parents are like let me see i'm like no don't touch nope. you know i got this it's like let me do it you know and uh funny story with that but anyways um no it's but now it's like your kids are like dad do it and luckily for me i have teenage boys now that have grown up with these things you know and and so my young kids will be like dad i got this new transformer transformer for me i'm like uh where's the instructions you know yeah and and then you're like 20 minutes and you're like i hate that thing you're smashing it you know so now i just like you know son come over here do this for me toss it to the kid <laughs> exactly they are way smarter about how they make them now because yes. now if you move apart beyond its tolerance it's actually made it to like pops off pop out yeah and not just snap right yeah off. well so okay going back to my funny story so um so when i was gosh what it would have been so 85 so i would have been seven so it would have been yeah 85 that's when the transformers first started coming I want to right? say they landed hard like in 84 84 okay then, so, so like initially been, and so then so 85 maybe 86 80s. the movie came out yeah 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 so it would have been 85 for me so 85 so I'm seven years old and my favorite character at the time was jazz mm-hmm. and uh loved the car version of him, that Porsche yeah. and uh wanted him so bad my parents uh ordered from the Jay-Z Penny catalog Woo! Which back then it wasn't a two day Amazon Prime. <laughs> no, you know you order it and four months later it shows up, kind of a thing. <laughs> you forgot you exactly, even it. exactly. So my parents ordered it for me for Christmas and I get it. I'm like amazing. I got you know jazz. This is right. awesome. Literally transformed him one time. Uh oh. My mom's like, let me see it, and I'm like, well, I just got it. I don't want you to play with it. And she's like, no, I just want to see if I can transform it. Because my brother, I think, had gotten Optimus and I got Jazz. So I'm like, okay, cool. Here you go. She plays with it, plays, quote unquote, for like four seconds. Bends it in the middle. Snap. Oh, snap. Snaps the body right off. What? Yeah. Ruined. Two pieces. Two pieces. Done. And I'm like. Oops, hands it back to you. And she's just like, well, I think it'll fix. I think it's fine. And uh, my dad looks at it, and he's like, nope, it's broke for good. Sorry. And I'm just like, they didn't get you another one? (laughs) So so 
There's more to the story. They're going to hell. So luckily for my for me, my birthday lands almost exactly one month after Christmas. It's yes. January 30th. And so my mom's like, I'll get you another one. Don't worry about it and stuff. And so she ended up finding one at like Hinky Dinky or something like that. So I got another one for my birthday. Wow. I'm like, thank goodness. Okay. She's like, let me see that I'm like, again. mom, you're forgiven. You know, so I start playing with it and stuff. And she's like, Jeff, let me, let me see it again. I'm like, I'm like, no, you saw what you did with my last one. You ruined my life. I'm not going to let you touch this one. She's like, just let me see. I know how I broke the last one. I'm not going to do Why it. Why does she care? So, exactly. She just, she thought it was like a puzzle. You know, she's like, I want to fig- figure this out. So I'm like, okay. So I give it to her. Boom. Whoa! Snaps it again. You have got to be kidding I me. I swear to you. That was it. And guess what? Never got another one again until the Christmas was my 30th birthday. My dad found one on eBay. And he bought it for me. Hey, and I cried like a baby. Yes. And, and then my mom. mom and I'm like, it. no. And she's never touched it. No. You know, you know, I'm glad you mentioned that story because you know that what what that makes your mom? Mm. She Starscream. <laughs> she she's tore, Megatron. She tore yeah, no, was it Starscream who tore him in half? Megatron. Okay. Yeah, because she's because like, don't you, you remember? Piece of me. That's and I think I think that that those jazz toys were actually notorious for breaking in the middle. Uh, and I think it was a, a um, nod yeah, a nod to that. You know, it's like, you want a piece of me? I want the whole thing. And then he snaps them in half. Rips them in half. Right, exactly. And like I, when that happened, I was like, I was like, of course. You know? No, you fell on the ground, started sucking your thumb. <laughs> Got PTSD from when I was seven. You know, like, Oh Dude, man! I got not that we need to get into this too much, but I have a and I'll keep it short. Sure. I have a similarly funny story, which reveals to me to be kind of a jerk older brother to my younger brother. Of course, I got for my birthday. I want to say it was 1987, so I was 10. Okay. I got my first. I got two. I had one Dinobot before this one. I had the Brontosaurus. It was uh, what's his name? <sighs> Slag. No. Mm, anyway, I don't know. Anyways. Got the Brontosaurus. Loved him. And so my mom, for my birthday, got me the uh, the uh, pterodactyl. Okay. I think his name was like Swoop or something like that. Yes, Swoop. Yep. And so I have him. I'm trying to transform him. And I break his little... Sludge. Sludge. Yep. I break his little beak, which oh, reveals his yes. face. Yep. I snap the beak. And I... And I got it on my birthday, right? right? Right. And so, like, I instantly am like, oh, I didn't. I wasn't even thinking it through. I just kind of, and it's my toy, right? Right. Right. But I'm like, sh- my, I know my parents are gonna come unglued if they sure. see that I broke this. So I kind of mash it together, like letting just friction hold this thing right. together. And then my little brother is like, I want to see it. And so I gave it to him, and he's like, eh, eh. and then the thing just comes off in his hands because yeah. it's already broken. Sure. Yeah. And he looks up and he's like. It just came off. And I legit go, what did you do? I did the Tommy boy. I did the Tommy. What did you do? And I, I was such a jerk. I hate myself for this. And and he's like all crying. Ugh. And I'm like, he broke my toy. And I like, I oh man, I fessed up later. Yeah, and all good. my conscience like got the better of me. And I just, my parents were like, well, your punishment is you're not getting another one. Look at that. Oh, we, we were going to replace it because we felt bad. But now since you'd, and, and I got in trouble too. Sure. Like, leave it to me to get in trouble on my birthday. That's right. Anyway, <laughs> That's so funny. they would, what'd break. you do? What'd you do? <laughs> Mom, they, we need to get rid of this brother. He breaks things. <laughs> so I like the G one transformers would snap. Those right. suckers would break. Right. And some were more forgiving to the transformation process than others. I don't ever, I mean, maybe outside of an arm or whatever, but I don't ever remember seeing Optimus break. No, if you're breaking Optimus, you need to just quit. Exactly. Exactly. But But Starscream, like I said, he was kind of like, you did turn him over, but he had some cool flippy arms and his head and his feet. So ultimately a fun transformation. Totally. And just a cool toy, man. Totally cool toy. You automatically, as a Transformers fan, almost had to own at least one of the Jets. Yes. You know, didn't have to, to, but it's cool if you did. Yep. So, I don't know. With that, I guess, should we move on to the movies? Movies. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's all go to the movies. Let's all go to the movies. Yeah. Let's all go to the movies. Have ourselves some fun. Transformers! So, the movies. Yes. Sorry about our little jingle I got there. got my ticket. That's right. You got your ticket. The floor sticky. Let's do it. Let's sit down. <laughs> the floor the seat, is sticky. The seat it's smells uncomfortably funny. cold in here. Yeah. It smells like... Uh, like like butts and... Like rat poison. Neck sweat. Let's That's do right. this. Sugar. So the movies... We're not going to be talking about the animated movie. That's going to work itself into the cartoon. Correct. 
we're going to specifically focus on the Michael Bay. The Bayformers. The Bayformers. Yes. And a little bit and of a, a tip of, of the hat the... to the Bumblebee movie. Correct. Yep. So, and we don't need to go like crazy about this because the bottom line is, and we, you know, we noticed this with Make Eternia Great Again. If it was a character that we were too unfamiliar with and we didn't even really care for, right. it turned into a giant like wham on this thing exactly and eventually it was kind of like this isn't really what we do right let's not do that too much but it is fun to poke fun when it's earned yeah and in this sense i feel like as a transformers fan from literally g1 or even pre g1 with my camera bot sure g0 exactly dude whatever (laughs) i like transformers before it was cool that's right whatever um i was not a big fan of the depiction of starscream in the michael bay movies Agreed. Not a fan. Uh, my nickname for him is I call him the stainless steel tortilla chip because that's what he <laughs> that's what he looks like when he transforms. Yep. He's got those weird like he's a triangle still. Yeah. And he's got these weird spindly arms and legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a robot. As a robot. As a jet, he was sweet. As, as a F- jet, he's F-22 sweet. F22 Raptor, I believe. So yeah. he was awesome. But as a robot, you're right. He didn't look like a star screen. No. That was like my biggest. And we could really go deep on this. That was my biggest problem with the Bayformer stuff. Mm-hmm. Was that there was like nothing that resembled no the the gener- you know G one Transformers no. No. you know I mean a little bit of Optimus a little that was about it yeah you know Bumblebee it nah, not even uh, really not even no no you're right he's a freaking Camaro yeah like, oh, his that head looked so completely mad. different like so mad nothing made sense you um, know? which is why and when we talk Bumblebee <clears throat> we'll talk about the Bumblebee movie how sure. magical and perfect it was <sighs> but. But uh, the depiction of Starscream, shy of his, and even his character, even who he was, he, at least in the cartoon, he had a weird kind of sarcastic charm. Yes. And he was sassy enough. Like yes, you were it like, was like almost comedic. He was yep. like a petulant child. Yes. And this one was just like he was a snarling demon. Yeah. You know? Yeah, there was nothing like interesting about it at he all. He had a bug face. Yeah, there was, just wasn't interesting. And and so the more I watched it, the less invested I was. Yeah, he it. just kind of came across as like bothered. You know what I mean? Right. Like like he was he it, he didn't come across like he was trying to undermine Megatron or anything like that. You know, there was no play on that whatsoever. Not really. He was he was just kind of like Ugh, Megatron. You yeah, know? he and would it, do things that would like okay. Someone told him like, hey, he doesn't like Megatron a whole lot, and he's plotting against him. That's exactly right. And they would just, I mean, and we can go on and on about how Michael Bay right. doesn't really handle character well and doesn't really develop characters well. Yep. I, fun fact: I, as a point, withheld from watching Transformers the last night mm. because I was like, nope, I've been yeah, hurt I've too many it. times, <laughs> and so it was on TV for free. Okay. Uh, we were at a hotel, and Shireen was reading and doing her own thing. I'm like, you know what? It's free. I'm literally in a hotel. Yep. I'm almost a captive audience. I'm going to watch this movie, and I'm going to be 100% honest. Trash, 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 trash. This must be the jerk capital of the universe. It was garbage, and that's all I got to say about that. It was just it just firmed, and I didn't go into it. I swear to you right now, I did not go into it being like, I need to be open-minded. I need right. to really, I'm just going to, I did. I'm like, I'm going to sit here. I'm not going to come in here with tainted mindset. Right. I'm just going to sit here and try to enjoy this for what it was. Yeah. And at the end, I'm like, I'm confused. It's a convoluted mess. You, and you the can totally play it. He was just purely based on money. Yeah. You know, he so, was just trying to suck the money out of people's pockets. That's so, it. Yeah. And it worked. Yeah. It worked. Yeah. I mean, he made a lot kids, of money. Yeah. Yeah. He made a ton of money. Well done. You know. So. Um, and so when you get down to the, uh, to the character of Starscream in both movies. After the, I don't think he, I think he got blown up at one point. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I want to say, because there's such a weird mess. I want to say in the second movie, maybe the third, he was blown to pieces. Probably. And because in the, in the first night, Transformer, uh, Transformer, Transformer, uh, Megatron <laughs> holds up his head and is like, I'll get revenge for you, Starscream. Right. And then runs off. So I'll be honest, kind of forgettable. You know, yeah. he's a giant metal tortilla chip. That's what it was, arms. yeah. And, and, and that's you, you, you nailed it right there. He was forgettable. Yeah. And that's so sad so, for such an iconic character yeah. of our childhood to, to totally. be brought into this generation and be just trashed as, you know, a forgettable char- character. You so know? that's our opinions. Agree, disagree, whatever. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, as far as the Michael Bay movies go, he really was, the toy was cool. I mean, the, the movie tie-in toy yep. was cool as a plane as a robot he was a plastic tortilla chip at that point yeah, yeah. and then as, in the character of him in the movie he was just kind of like oh henchman number one right and that was it yeah you know exactly um 
I guess that's really all I yeah, <laughs> have yeah. to say. Well, yeah, exactly. I agree with you. Like I said, my favorite part of it was just the fact that that he did keep it relevant with using an F-22. Yeah. You know, I don't necessarily know if, again, this kind of ties in the Bumblebee stuff. I think it's cool that they used, they, they did a nod to the 80s. Yes. You know, with that. Yes. You know, and, and kept it in, in towards, oh, yeah. geared towards our generation. Because I think, and this just shows my naivety, I, I don't know who made that movie or anything. You know, all I know is I love it. I've, on all of the Bayformers movies, yeah. I think the first one I've watched maybe two or three times, just because of my kids. Yep. And then I maybe watched the second one a couple times as well because I fear I I think the second one's better than the first. But then like after that, like again, I've I've I don't even know if I've seen them all, you know, because I just gave up because there it just felt like he was trashing our generation. But yep. with the Bumblebee movie, I've seen that one thirty times probably. Yeah. Love it to death because what what was smart about that was is that whoever did that movie, Travis Knight. Travis Knight. There you go. That's right. Michael Bay helped produce it. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. The explosions. Exactly. (laughs) No, but Travis Knight, um, what he did there was was the smartest play on it, was going, look, I can touch every single generation here. Because our kids, all right, you don't have boys, but but my, my, my kids, for example, grew up, started off on my generation of Transformers. Mm -hmm. I remember introducing them to gen- to Transformers when I bought the DVD of the Transformers movie. Sure. And I was like, check this out. And they're like, what is this? This what? is amazing. They're, they're little kids, you know, five and two or something like that. And they're like, what? This is awesome. There's robots that turn into, you know, vehicles. That's so cool. Like, I like robots. Right. And I then like a, cars. Right. And then a couple of years later, it's here comes. This peanut butter cup of toys. Right. Right. But a couple of years later, here comes their generation of Transformers. Yeah. And, uh, but the thing is that they, can they can experience all the generations and love it right Right. so what was smart about travis knight's version was is that he knew that the younger generation can still experience the older generation and still love it but Mm -hmm. this way he's actually tapping into our generation and and saying hey here's uh some respect to the 80s versions of of these transformers and so i think that you guys started this, so you deserve to get your version of of a movie. Yeah, and I think it was brilliant. You know what they did. You oh, know? it was so good. It was. It was amazing. And and the story in and of itself was just so much more believable. I guess totally, is the word. Totally. But yeah, in the beginning, and a little fun little tip. There's a there's a teaser, a little clip of Starscream as a Cybertronian right. jet, yeah. which those guys really tapped into the original cartoon yes. for those designs, which I think personally... That was a fan of Transformers yeah, that, that, that made that movie. Yeah. You know, without a doubt. Yeah. Those Cybertronian scenes. Yep. It looks straight ripped out of the... G- anyway, we can go Dude, on. Dude, it was on. so good. But look for Starscream in the beginning of Bumblebee. It's pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. Just that... I mean, it's like, what, two minutes? Short scene. You know, but yeah. I, I really hope for everything... <laughs> I, I mean, I would sell my house to see, you know, maybe not that far. I, I, I would. I'd be I really, yeah, I would be homeless. No, I really hope that that the there's been talk about an Optimus Prime movie. There's been talk about other things, um, but the biggest thing, like on the interwebs, is people want to see that Cybertronian war. Mm-hmm. They want to see a, an actual fight of what what was happening when we start off with Bumblebee. Yep. So let's go pre Bumblebee. Let's see what's going on. Let's see Shockwave. Let's see all those characters that they were starting to introduce. And right. It's like, oh my gosh, you know, with all those iconic voices and everything. Yep. It was so brilliant. And not that maybe some of you listening are gamers. If you're hungry for that and you don't want to wait for a movie, the War for Cybertron yes. and Fall of, Cybertron Fall of Cybertron video games, those two together, they're bookends. Yep. And they are excellent. Yeah, they're excellent, so good. Excellent. And they tell the story really well. Yep. yep. So, if, so there's that, man, with that one. So. Awesome. Look at us. Hey, moving on now to the hallmark of our childhood. That's right. The Transformers cartoon. Let's do it. The cartoon. Man. Man. <laughs> that cartoon. Yes. As a kid. Yes. Now, watching it again as an adult, it's rough. But as a kid in the 80s, we didn't get stuff like this. This was something that was right up there with He-Man where it was like, hey, here's a thing completely geared towards you 100%. 
and it was like robots, good ones, bad ones. Apparently, they're living machines, and they're fighting, and they're on Earth, and deal with it. And as a kid, you're just like, ah, I'm accepting. It's amazing. Oh, dude. And there was a school. There was this great like illustrated storybook about the origin of how the Transformers got from Cybertron onto Earth. They crashed in prehistoric times, and there's dinosaurs everywhere. Okay, and they lay dormant for millions of years and got woken up during our, you know, in the eighties. And uh, that book alone kind of set the stage for my brain. And then the cartoon just blew everything up in my skull. Yeah, like. Everything from the voice of Prime, voice by, I don't even need to look this up, by Peter Cullen. Peter Cullen, yeah. Just boom. And and Megatron, voiced by, you know, this Frank Welker. Frank right? Welker, yeah. Those two guys just crushed Dude, yeah. it. Yeah. Those characters sounded unlike anything so I'd ever seen. So iconic. You know? And everything from the color schemes of the robots yeah. down Dude, to... Dude, it was so perfect. It was like science was just being... Magic and it science was. had combined. Just, just, just the name, just the names of the characters and stuff were yeah. so perfect. Yeah. You know, like like you look at Motu stuff and they're so, so funny. Yeah. You know, like like just... The puns are the just puns are beautiful. Just, exactly. And yeah. I love it. And I'm not knocking it. Did you, you know? just name that guy Fisto for real? Uh, right. Yes. That's his <laughs> yes, name. He's yes. got a giant fist. Deal with it. It's and either Fisto like, or Hando. What you want to do? Like, oh, let's do Fisto. <laughs> <laughs> but then Transformers, in a lot of time in, in a lot of ways, you could have been a clueless baby boomer parent. Right. And have been like, oh, well, his name's Optimus Prime. He's probably a leader. Right. Like they just they just they drove nailed it. it. Home just, run every time it swung. Yeah. yeah, it was great. Like they're called Decepticons. They make fun of that in one of the movies. They're like they're called Decepticons. Yeah, hello. They're what are we doing here? Yeah. And so the the naming and this is where like the toys that made us is probably a great resource for this. Yes. The people who were tasked because the toys came first. Sure. And they they literally plopped. It was very much like He Man. They plopped yep. this on a guy's desk and were like, come up with the storyline for yep. these things. And the guys who did that, I want to just sit there and pump their brains for whatever yeah. information they have. I thought you were going to say kiss them on the mouth. Uh, that too. <laughs> kiss them on the mouth. Take them to dinner. You know, massage their shoulders. And no and no practical order. No, whatever yep. works. Yep. I'll, I'll feed them myself. <laughs> Mama bird that food to them. But the point is, you helped. I mean, the, the imagination of yeah. it all. Living robots. Up until that point, when you showed a robot, it was always very utilitarian. Yeah. Robbie the robot. Yes. You know, send a robot to go exactly. do this. A robot. Danger, yeah. Will Robinson. You're exactly right. You know, Twiggy. You know, it was like they had little personalities. C-3PO, they were chippy, but they blew him up all the time. Yeah, but there's like no soul to it. No, right. I mean, the whole point was like Chewbacca's carrying him around on his back in pieces. Exactly. And it's like no big deal. Like the risk isn't really there. Exactly. And yeah, we love the character, but like never in Star Wars are they like the robots are alive. Right. They're just robots. And they're never they're never the prime of anything. Like no. you know what I mean? Like the forefront, you know? No. So it's always like they're the back character or something like that. Like, you know. You'll never see a C-3PO movie. No. I'm just telling you now. No. Goodness. As much as you want to see like that. My brain's like starting to I know, turn. right? But with Transformers, <laughs> the whole idea is that they have a soul. Yes. Like, it's just like Earth, except for it's not organic material. Right. It's it's metal. But other than that, all, all the everything else, they have feelings, they have yep. thoughts, they have motivations, they have families, they have children. Yep. And like that's one of the genius opening scenes of the Transformers animated movie, which for me is still the hallmark the benchmark of transformer stories yeah the opening scene is a a not cybertron by the way another planet that is populated by living machines Mm -hmm. and you see like children and moms and dads like at work and going to school and like just living their robot exactly their living robot yeah going shopping yeah and then unicron has to come in and just ruin it all yeah (laughs) i'm hungry leave me alone unicron gotta do what a unicron gonna do You know what I'm saying? Dude, Unicron. could you imagine if you had that kind of... Wolfman Jack Unicron coming in. Coming in hot at you. Gonna kill your planet with my claws. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. <laughs> this planet tastes like a cheese ball. <laughs> Unicron coming ball. in hot. <laughs> you got any ranch over there? <laughs> where's Where's a ranch with this here planet? I loved that movie. I still love oh, that yeah. movie. I yeah. got to host that movie a couple years back with Daydream Instruction Manual. At the Alamo Draft House, and that was legit. Like one of my like between that and hosting the He Man movie, I was like, "All right, cool." So check that off my That's off right. my nerd list. But um, the cartoon did such a great job. Now, once again, Transformers, 
they were hurting for storylines because sometimes sure. the, the plans that Megatron came up with were just off the wall. That's right. Like, yep. We're going to suck up all the water I in the ocean. I was say that. We're going to suck up all the water. Yeah. Yep. You know, get the straws out, Decepticons. Right. <laughs> you know. Yep. The scaling thing was a big, as a kid, we yeah. forgave it instantly. Oh, yeah. But it became a thing where, you know, how can Megatron turn into a handgun? That Starscream that a, uses. That Starscream But could, then he's bigger than Starscream. Yeah, or at least the same size. Sense. Yeah. Like, if you turned into a gun, I couldn't wield you, Jeff. You'd right. be shoulder-mounted at That's least. Right. <laughs> You'd be a shoulder-mounted gun. You need to go on a diet, bro. I got me a Gigan grenade. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> exactly. It shoots out farts. Stinky. It's stinky. But oh. I look back in the cartoon, and you have voices like uh, Frank Welk or Peter Cullen, Casey Kasem. Casey Kasem, yeah. Exactly. Being Bumblebee, bro. Yep. And then the dude who did the Micro Machines. Yeah, yep, he was Blur. Guy. Blah, 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 blah. That guy yep. was Blur in the movie, Yep, for sure. Um, Robert Stack, which for people who yep. don't know, he was on like Unsolved Mysteries Correct. or whatever like yeah, that. Yeah, he did... Uh, What's his name? Uh, Mag, uh, Ultra, Ultra Magnus. Magnus. Yep. You know, just great, great. Judd Nelson did the voice of uh, Hot yep. Rod, yep. who got Prime killed. That's right. <laughs> Don't get me started. Hot Rod's a punk. Oh, God. Guilty of murder. That's, That's right. what I'm saying. Well, it's kind of funny because, like, my wife's like, <laughs> my wife is, we've, we've watched this movie so many times in our house. And, yeah. like, she always sits down for, like, the first five minutes and then she walks away because nope. she just doesn't get it, right? Ugh. And so, like, the kids were like, Mom, we really want you to watch this movie with us. And she's like, okay. I'll watch it. You know, so we sat down, we watched the movie, and it starts going. And she's like, who's Hot Rod? I don't know who, I don't know Hot Rod. Like, who's Hot Rod? I was like, and all the kids look at me, and I've just got this, like, grimace look on my face. And she's like, well, who is he? And I was like, Hot Rod's a p- <laughs> <laughs> And she's like, okay. Oh, there's feelings here. I touched a nerve. Yeah. Yeah, watch. Right. Just watch what happens. That's right. So I was a little heated. I'm oh, still heated. And it's funny because, like, if you guys don't know, any Transformers fans out there, there is a live-action band called Cybertronic Spree. Yeah. They are amazing. They're a touring band. They yeah. all dress up as Transformers and stuff. And the two lead vocalists is Hot Rod and RC. Yeah. And they have Unicron in the band. They got uh, uh, who's the the, the I'm they sorry have, the, they have the a, little tape guy that was uh, Rumble. They got Rumble. He's like the drummer. Yeah. They got they have a Quintesson. Yes, they have a Quintesson, and then they have um, Shockwave. And every once in a while, they'll have like Soundwave comes on yeah. and, and other people. But uh, anyways, super fun band. Yeah, they play all the movie all the movie songs. Yep. You know, you got the touch and oh, everything. Dude dare you know and uh super fun man look them up cybertronic spree they're on facebook they have tons of videos super fun but anyways i totally troll that facebook page all the time anytime that hot rod is on and says stuff i'm like f you you killed prime <laughs> you killed prime <laughs> and you know it and every single time they make a comment yeah. you know they always come back and it's super funny you know how but... do you sleep at night with this blood on your hands <laughs> That matrix in your uh, chest is his, and you know Rob it. Hot Rod, more like hot murderer. Like hot mess. You killed Prime. Yeah. Sick. But yep. uh, the movie was so great, because we're talking Starscream-specific moments. The movie t- shows a, a, a scene in which Starscream... This is not a spoiler. This yes. is a 30-year-old movie. Yeah. Starscream, Megatron is essentially near death, yep. and they throw him out into space. Yeah. Like, and we're out. We're done with this guy. Yes. So they toss him and the other Decepticons that are mortally wounded as garbage into space. So then they land on some nondescript moon of Cybertron to coronate right. Starscream as the new Decepticon yes. leader. He's got the purple cape. Oh, my god! He's got the crown. He and- was, like, honestly beautiful yes he was <laughs> he looked so amazing with that cape and the crown and everything yeah. oh my gosh yeah get on with the ceremony and you never saw this coming he lands down so so uh, megatron gets turned into galvatron right. by unicron right a lot of ons there yeah <laughs> My name is Ron, and this is my friend Don, and we're here to get it on. With our spawn. <laughs> Wait a minute. And uh, Galvatron lands, and Starscream is like, Megatron, is that you? Yeah. Who disrupts my coronation? Here's a hint. Yeah, here's <laughs> he our hint, Starscream. Cracks off yep. a blast. Who disrupts my coronation? Who 
Coronation Starscream? This is bad comedy. Megatron? Is that you? Here's a hint. <laughs> attempt to fill his shoes hit Starscream squaw on the chest and it just it doesn't even blow him up disintegrates he him. crumbles like Turns a Fabergé <laughs> like a like, a like the cigarette butt on your great aunt's <laughs> long Virginia Slim <laughs> letting that sucker go <laughs> exactly he just like disappears in a cloud oh. of ash and his little crown lands in it and Mega Galvatron stomps on the crown. Yep, just crushes it and then Rumble's like, who did he say who that guy say he was? Yeah, they were over Stars. Galvatron. And they yep. just cheered him on. And and they were over him being, they weren't even like mourning Starscream no, being killed. No, that was. That was the one thing as it, we were. Dude, I was uh, honestly speaking, like I thought I was, I was more, I was happy that Megatron was gone. Yeah. And happy that Starscream is going to be the new leader. I was like, here's the generation two that I want. Here you know? we go. And then. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, so did I get Leonard Nimoy? That's what <laughs> I get. Great. Did you have hopes, kids? That's right. Because we're going to kill them. That's right. <laughs> hey, you see your mom over there? I just killed her. Hey, kids, guess what? Optimus Prime is dead. Starscream is dead. And your dad and mom are going to die one day, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, Santa Claus isn't real. What? <laughs> I'm six. <laughs> Give us your money, you dumb kid. <laughs> That's right. You're like, hey, 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 hey. Got a cigar hanging out of your mouth. Oh. The Hasbro logo turns into a pentagram. It just, <laughs> it just changes. You're like, what's happening? Holy crap. Transformer <laughs> is right. <laughs> I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. Holy the, crap. That's funny. All the toys are living death machines. Oh. Um, uh, the, the animated movie was a excellent showcase, but they did step into it when they were just like, let's kill some robots. Kids won't miss them. Right. Um, but the cartoon did an excellent job of taking Starscream and just showcasing it. Not every episode, but dang near every episode. Yeah. He was smart mouth. He was sassy. He talked back every he time. He was great. And to his face. That's right. He didn't care. That's what I was like. You know what? You got to give him props. He's yeah. not stabbing him in the back. I mean, he does stab him in the back, but like sure. to his face, he's like, I'm going to take your stuff. That's right. <laughs> you just wait. Yeah. Gonna, if you ever slept, and I he like, took you out he's like, while yeah. you're sleeping. I mean, it's just his, yeah. his like clap backs and his he was sass. So, such a smart. It yeah. was great. I loved it. He just, he, I don't think he ever just agreed to something. No. He was never like, good idea. I'm on that. He was just yeah. <laughs> every single time. Yeah. He was basically like a 13, 14 year old daughter. Right. So, exactly. And that's whatever, stupid. So, like, <laughs> so, with Motu, it was like Evil Lynn was always, you know, trying to undermine in a way. She was waiting for her moment to undermine Skeletor. Yeah. Where, whereas Starscream, he was just like, I wish you were dead. Except, you know? except like he wasn't like uh, Evil Lynn was effective, right? And Starscream wasn't. No, he was always screwing stuff up. And the most Starscream moment to me that defines him is when Megatron, who, despite the differences, despite like wanting what he has, he's done a pretty good job of leading you sure, guys. Sure. You know, I mean, Prime's dead, right? You Hello. know. <laughs> Yep. Um, and then he's on the ground or he's on, they're in Astro Train. He's busted up. Right. And Starscream goes over to him and kicks him. Yeah. He's like, yeah. <laughs> just, like, just kicks him. <laughs> kicks him right in the side. <laughs> mighty, mighty Megatron. And I'm yep. like, as a kid, like some of these concepts are like really kind of heavy. Right. And I'm like, man, he just, <laughs> he just kicked him while he's down. That's an open leader. wound. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Like his, his robot ribs are showing and he yep. just blasted him. So... Starscream showing Starscream. his utter like disdain for any real authority if it's not his own. Yeah. Um, one thing that was really cool, at least that, about the movie, mm -hmm. and I think later on in the cartoon showed itself to kind of happen, was that um, there was more than one like bad faction of right. robot. Right. And so you got to see like the Sharkticons. Correct. And the Quintessons and all yes. these other things. And you got to see like the good guys too, like the Junkions. Sure, yeah. Yep. All this. But... You had mentioned before, 
didn't Starscream show back up as like a ghost? He did. Yeah, he showed up as a ghost. So, and they did they did a lot of this because they they realized their their mistake, their, their mistake, right. and so they brought back Optimus a couple times. <laughs> you know, like oh, zombie Optimus, like now kill him. Oh no, now Optimus is really back. You know, now kill him again. You know, like they just kept bringing people back. What and are you killing doing? Them. So then, like with Starscream, what I thought it was actually kind of genius was, and I loved it was they had the ghost of Starscream. So, you know, he was opaque and everything. And he had the voice, you know, it was Chris Collins's voice and everything. And so it carried on quite, from what I recall, a, a few episodes, okay. you know. And uh, and then he finally, you know, he's trying to get his body back. And he was like, he was going into other people's bodies. I remember that. Like, he was possessing he, people. He was possessing people, yeah. which I thought was genius. But then he finally gets his body back. And he's like, yes. And then immediately gets killed by Megatron. <laughs> oh, no, for real? <laughs> Megatron kills him. I thought it was great. Makes but him a ghost again. Exactly. But that is hilarious. Yeah, I thought it was funny. But yeah, um, ultimately though, the cartoon Starscream, fa- you know, fantastic. And you know, again, there's so many other versions of of uh, the Transformers cartoons. Exactly. You know, there's you know, Transformers Prime and all these other things. Oh gosh. And, the, uh, and, the animal and one. What was that one called? Beast Wars. Beast Wars. Yeah. yeah. And the, none, none of them compared. No. None of them compared to G one, and I and I honestly think that Starscream would have been a completely different thing in our minds if it wasn't for Chris Collins's voice. Yep. He was just an amazing voice actor. Yeah, you know, and uh, you know we were kind of talking about it a little bit before, you know, but just him as a person is what I think actually made it so iconic because he was kind of a jerk in real life. Sure, you know, so it kind of fit right in a little bit yeah. you know he if he if nobody knows who chris collins is and you know he was actually an aspiring comic he mm-hmm. was trying to make it in the comedy world and uh and unfortunately he had a good voice and he was able to you know act and stuff very well as well and so he <clears throat> started getting into voice acting and stuff uh trying to make enough money until he could make it in the comic world and it never really took off for him so he was doing stuff in a world that he didn't really care for exactly and all of his you know fellow actors around him you know got the blunt of it because he just had disdain for the for that type of a world you know he wanted to be in the comedy, like, in the comedy. Th- to him this was a way to get to where he wanted exactly. to be he was just he wasn't to find enjoying a what he was doing exactly which is there any more of a star scream that's what i'm saying sensibility? right oh my gosh genius like but he just hates what he currently has that's right doesn't want not happy with great. it it's great it's great i mean one could say that maybe that did inform his performance quite a bit. I think it did. You know, and knowing that that's even a way, in a weird way, that's how Cobra Commander. Yeah, that's came what I'm off, saying. You know, that's what I'm saying yeah, so, totally, totally had that. Like, I got one foot out the door if I want to. I'm just here for you know, like that's if you think about it, Cobra Commander retreated more than anybody. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right but just always had that chip on his shoulder you know but um no i mean i i think ultimately uh starscream to me is probably my favorite bad guy yeah you know and then megatron's a second a uh, close second you yeah. know gosh it, i never it, it, when it comes to the look i think i think megatron as a robot is my favorite yeah you know but when it comes to personality type and who they are as a character i think starscream wins it for me yeah so oh yeah Gosh, he's amazing. He's a great villain. Yeah, I mean, he, he was really so was. He was like the villain's villain. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was always trying to undermine, you know. There, I mean, I even remember episodes where he was he went to the 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 uh Autobots and stuff and was like, I'm, I want to be a part of you guys now. Yeah. You know? And and so he was always trying to figure out a way to get over Megatron. Yep. You know, and that was awesome. He was looking for angles. Yeah, he didn't care. It wasn't like, let's kill the Autobots. He's like, well, we'll kill the Autobots until I see a, a point that I can put a bullet in Megatron's head. What's you know? in like, it for me? Exactly. Constantly. Exactly. Yeah. Gosh, I wonder who my favorite villain is. I, I have to think about that one. I haven't really thought about who my favorite bad guy is. That's hard because there's so many good. Like, Soundwave was awesome. Soundwave was good. Yeah. Yeah. Devastator. You know, yeah. like the, the Constructicons. Yeah. There's just so many good ones. Yeah, I almost like uh, Rumble. Yeah, I like Rumble his little awesome. I like his little Bronx yep. New York. Like, exactly. whatever sound you know, yeah. he was like loyal to Soundwave. What are you trying to do to Soundwave? What yeah. I liked about the little tapes is how loyal they were to Soundwave. Exactly. That was one thing that they, and they they were smart about how they did little characters. Really cool. He he yeah. was their leader. Yeah. Yep. They took leaders because their guy followed that. But if he said they would do it too, yep. like, exactly. all right, they'll turn on somebody in a dime. Exactly. Too. Um what a great 
Man, this is exciting. We it have so exciting. much it's more we can talk about with these different characters. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, you know, we may not do every single Transformers one, but we're going to do ones that we feel passionate about sure, and, yeah. and, and really just share our memories of, of them. Yeah, and if there's somebody that you want us to talk about, you know, by all means. And, again, this isn't just Transformers. No. Nope. We're going to go Thundercats. We're going to go... Mutant Turtles, Mutant Turtles. Silverhawks. Yep. Anything anything that, that was in the 80s. Brave Star. Brave Star. Which uh, I did watch Rainbow Bright. You want some Rainbow Bright? I watched the Rainbow Bright movie, son. Right. Me too. Where they put that net over the diamond yes. planet. And, oh, We might have to do a Rainbow Bright. Let's watch Rainbow. Hey, let's do a Rainbow Bright episode. It was pretty good. I liked it. Let's just it had, say. It had a robot it horse. Was, Onyx? It did. it did. Onyx was bomb. Dude, come on. Yeah. Who didn't want a robot horse after that? I'm telling you. Telling you. I'm telling you. Well, we want to thank you for listening to episode one. Episode one of the Mega Multiverse in the hopper. Yeah. And if you have any suggestions, like Jeff said, just send them our way on our Facebook page at Make Eternia Great Again. And we're on the Twitters. We're on the Instagrams. Yeah. We're, that's, is that it? I think, I think we're in it. your dreams in your dreams that's right so there's some discussion of a twitch maybe let us yep, know if you yep. think you'd like to see us in that regard yep, we're thinking about doing twitch we're we're getting more into the video side of things and yeah. we really enjoy doing that we had a lot of good positive feedback from that so i think that we might start looking more and with youtube and the kappa and uh, you know all that stuff going on we think that twitch might be the platform that we're looking to do that we know? were in the so, pool we were getting in the pool yeah and, and it was taking off it felt great and then youtube peed in it that's right and we're <laughs> like hey we saw all the yellow forming around youtube and we're like ew is that a payday bar floating by no that's just youtube <laughs> <laughs> that's that's kappa kappa is the turd in the youtube pool and we got out, baby. That's right, we did. You know, and so uh, look for our videos on Facebook, and we're talking about some other platforms. So, yep. you know, uh, until next time. Good journey. Good journey.